Hello, and welcome back to Ame's Bookshelf Interviews. I'm Teresa Garcia, or Amehana Arashi, depending where you know me from. And I apologize for taking so long to get around back to the interviews that have been collected. Life has been a little bit busy. Today, I am bringing in author and wonderful painter, D.L. Gardner. She says that my name is Diane Gardner, but I write under D.L. Gardner. I'm an author and a screenwriter. I asked her, what books, games, or other publishing-related projects have you been involved in the production of? She says, I have 13 books I've published and am currently working with indie filmmakers to bring Ian's Realm Saga to the big screen. Diane, what got you interested in writing, illustrating, editing, etc.? I love to write and always have ever since I was young. Writing was therapy for me as I found it a safe way to express myself. I asked her what company or companies is she working for or with. I am self-published. Fire Ring Productions is our LLC for production of Ian's Realm, the film project. What projects are you currently working on? We're working on pitching Ian's Realm Saga, the concept film, in film festivals. As far as writing, I'm working on book 3.2 of the series, which is titled Fallen Morning. The novel sequels Layla Born at Night, a companion series to Ian's Realm. Ian discovers his latest decision is not without consequences. Drew wants his daughter back. Hasatine wants revenge. Abby wants to marry him. And Ian wants to do what's right. And... Still, a dragon lurks in the void. Do you have any future projects in mind to take on? I have book six, which is half-written, and may or may not be the conclusion to the series. What is your favorite project? I have so many, and I love all of them. I am completely focused on whatever I am doing, so for now, I have to say my favorite is Ian's Realm, but the other projects have been my favorite in their time. Is this career something that you always wanted to do? I love storytelling. I'm not sure if it's a career. I'm in my 70s, and it seems career would be an unusual term for doing what I finally have time to do. Do you find it difficult, or find some aspects more difficult than others? Marketing is the most difficult part of publishing. I'd love it if someone would do that work for me so I could write. What is a normal day like for you? Is this your side job or main job? I'm retired. I write and market and network and go to author signings. I'm also an artist, so I paint when I really want to zone out. How do you manage balancing this with family and any other work you may have? My husband is a quiet man. He has his own things he likes to do, and he goes to bed early. We work it out. What hobbies do you have? I love walking in the woods. Like I said, I paint, but my artwork is more than a hobby. Maybe writing is my hobby. If you could be anything in the world besides this, what would it be? I'm pretty happy where I'm at. I don't think there's anything or anybody happier than I am. I've had a rough life, but it's all working out in the end, and now I get to tell about it in my fantasy stories. Life is good. Do you feel that school helped set you up toward following this path in the publishing industry? No. 
I should have taken more English classes. I was confused about what I wanted to do when I was younger. If you could go back to school, is there anything you wish you had paid more attention to? Of course, creative writing, although I've given myself a crash course in it these last few years. Lots of workshops, conferences, critique groups. No matter what you wish you had learned, you can always go back and educate yourself. We are never too old. What advice do you have for the next generation? Study, work, walk away from your PlayStations and get out there and live life because it goes too fast and you'll be wishing you hadn't let so many years slip away from you. What advice do you have for your age peers that may also want to take part in the publishing industry and specifically with your area within it? Do it. Go to some conferences, some workshops, read some books about writing. You have much to tell the younger generations. Much! Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we didn't discuss? And she did not have anything further that she wished to discuss. The Ian's Realm Saga books 1 through 3 are finally all ready for release. Books 1 and 2 are, as of this very moment, available for download and purchase. Book 3 is currently available for pre-order and set to push live for download August 27th of 2019 on her Gumroads account. You can also find the other two currently on audiobooks.com. I found them there. They will all together be going onto Amazon very soon. So all you'll have to do is search for them. You'll find them. They're there. Now, I am going to play a sample that I have chosen from the audiobook project that I worked on with her. And then, following that, I'm going to read her commentary. Part 1. The Realm Fierce flames burst from the dragon's mouth. Sparks flared from its nostrils. Before the blaze consumed Ian, poof, the sparks turned into the popcorn texture on the ceiling. His heart beat so loudly he could hear it thump. He squeezed his eyes shut, opened them again, and blinked the sleep away until he focused. Was that a dream? Once Ian realized where he was, still in his bed under the covers, he moaned. The moon cast a cool glow across his blanket and illuminated the cluttered desk, his homework, and an empty soda can. The pencil drawings of swords he'd drawn that afternoon still fluttered in the draft from the open window. Sounds of the lazy neighborhood filtered into his room. A motorcycle engine switched gears in the distance. Someone's television across the street announced the baseball game and was hastily turned down. Ian propped himself on one elbow, eyeing the closet door which was held slightly ajar by yesterday's jeans rolled in a bundle on the floor. Dirty socks peeked out from the dark beyond. Ian rolled over and closed his eyes, letting the breeze bring comfort and hopefully sleep. The breeze turned into an icy wind that numbed his body. Again he fell. He plummeted past the cold, jagged boulders on a dark, lonely mountain. Landing on the cliff, bits of gravel stuck to his flesh as his body rolled. The salty taste of blood filled his mouth. 
His burning hair sizzled and curled before finally being snuffed out in the dirt. He trundled off a ledge and again dropped through the air. With his hands, he shielded his body from stones and rubble that were airborne with him as he plunged even farther down the mountainside. Men dressed in deerskin with quivers on their backs and carrying bows ran out of a cave as he flew by. Arrows spun past him toward the dragon. Whether any hit the flying serpent, he did not see. He crashed into the icy bank just as one of the arrows planted itself deep in the snow next to him. A tombstone. The shaft vibrated as a silent lament. It was then Ian realized he wasn't the one who had fallen. A stranger lay in a snowdrift, limbs hanging loose at his side, face bruised and swollen. The man smiled at him, and then his blonde lashes sealed his eyes shut. A voice broke the silence. Father! Ian woke again. Beads of sweat dripped down his forehead and trickled past his ears. The curtains that framed his open window ruffled like ghosts dancing in the night. Neighborhood dogs barked at the moon. Letting his heart settle, he lay there as he did every night, hoping for a restful sleep, one that didn't take him back into the world he'd been seeing ever since his mother died. Author Commentary on Book Sample Where did that dream come from? Ian's Realm Saga was inspired by my grandsons. I believe girls read more than boys in general, and it could very well be because there aren't enough books that boys would like to read. I wanted to write a book that they would enjoy also. Plus, this story has a theme that involves Ian's relationship with his father. My grandsons grew up without a dad in their lives. I wanted to address that to give boys encouragement instead of being angry and let that ruin their lives. They can be the man they wish their fathers were. Dragons, pirates, tall ships... Ian's Realm is an adventure tale that any young person, and young at heart, will love to journey through. Now, I find Diane's view on the male-to-female book ratio to be very intriguing, because growing up, and even currently, I still find a lot of the books to be more male-centric and less female-centric. So it's really interesting because I have to wonder if it is a perception as to what we expect our males and females to prefer reading, or if it is area-specific. And so perhaps the libraries will tend to cater more to different demographics based on their area. It's a fascinating thing that I would love to try to find some studies on if anybody has done it, or perhaps conduct some. Should I ever find the time to do so? Yeah, with my own projects, I don't think I'm going to be able to fit in another study. So, this has been my interview with author, screenwriter, and artist D.L. Gardner. You can find all of her things available directly from her at www.gumroads.com slash dlgardner. I will provide the link in the description down below.
You can also search for the Ian's Realm by typing in the Ian's Realm. You can find her works on Amazon and other places, as well as direct. However, do please remember that if you buy directly from an author, you are actually giving them more of the money out of that whole ratio for each book purchase, because going through different outlets such as Amazon, there is always a bit of a fee. Please support your local authors, and I'll see you next time. Until then, happy reading, and thank you.